of. This story feels more than real and stays with you long after the last page has been read. Wanton, the 2015 winner of the LA Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Do your imagination a favor. Wanton, unrequited and sated by Truth Devour. TruthDevour.com. We've got a fantastic new marketing partner, Transmedia Worldwide. The Home Business Summit is here in London. It's a three-day event, May 1st through May 3rd. Learn from millionaires. Learn from the best. The venue is the Millennium Gloucester Hotel. Learn the insider secrets locally. Every month, thousands of home business entrepreneurs attend our live events to discover how to earn a real income from home. Who's speaking? Together, this marketing brain trust would command over $75,000 in a day in consulting fees alone. And you'll get them for three full days. Shakur Hayusun, he's a speaker, trainer, internet entrepreneur. Chris Cobb will be there. He's an internet millionaire, property millionaire, speaker, trainer, and coach Taiji Thomas. Speaker, trainer, internet entrepreneur. The opportunity of a lifetime that can answer your life questions. What kind of a life do you really want? Financial freedom? Life full of adventures and travel? If you want to start a business but don't know how? Do you want to boost your current earnings from your own business? This place you, you should be. Oh yeah, this is the place you should be! For a direct registration, please check us out at M-O-B-E dot C-O-M slash Joe Lib slash E-4-B-3-5-2-0-8 or find them on email Joe underscore E-L-A-B-I-O-S at yahoo.com or call them up right now plus 65-986-00744 and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Who is the Jiggy Jaguar? That is one of the questions millions of listeners ask when they tune in to his program every evening. Other questions are, how does he get away with saying that? How can a human being be so disgusting? And most importantly, how did someone so stupid dupe so many internet stations into putting him on the airwaves all over the world? You're listening to the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy Blake Guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV. 
and uh, see a few of my trick shots there. Thank you very much. Piggy Gaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Well, 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 it is the world's famous Chicky Jaguar radio program, coast to coast. And about it, about it on the Starcom Radio Network, 20 plus AM FM stations. Across the country and around the world, a good friends to tune in iTunes and Radio Loyalty. In this hour, we'll talk to Sonia Madison. We'll also chat with a great guest coming up here in a few moments. In our third hour, Donald Mazzella and Dan Perkins join us live. And we're going to talk about Operation Jade Wilhelm. No, it is not the brother or the cousin of Jeeves Wilhelm's first side of the empire. No, 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 no. It is a NWO thing going on down in Texas. However... Before we get to that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Hey, you! Are you a gamer? Joe5029 is with us today, and he's going to be telling us about his Twitch stream. Check out twitch.tv slash Joe5029. If you want to watch a friendly, interactive, diverse stream, then look no further! From Pokemon Omega Ruby to Monster Hunter 4, Ultimate, and even including your old favorites. There's always a game to watch and people to talk to. He cares about bonding with his viewers, so there's a great reward system, including raffles and giveaways, as well as a VIP system for people who want to support the stream. This offers exclusive monthly prizes. If you want to know more simply, search for Joe5029 on Twitch and Twitter. So please come and join the 2,600 followers who enjoy his stream from Monday to Sunday. So what are you waiting for? Join the fun today. See you there. It's twitch.tv slash Joe5029. And we'll spell it for you. T-W-I-T-C-H dot T-V slash J-O-E five zero two nine. That's the number five, the number zero, the number two, and the number nine. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. We've got a uh, a, a great topic that we're going to be <laughs> getting into here in a few moments. Well, I talked about this yesterday a little bit, and I wanted to get everybody's... Uh, uh, I love the way this, this makes us JPEG for these... <laughs> these videos, <laughs> I love that. The J. If, if you watched it live, it's, it's the way it is. Uh, <laughs> it's just a hell of a deal. Um, fun, fun, fun. Till Daddy took the T bird away, kids, and he is probably going to make this illegal. Uh, there is a doctor. There is a doctor that is creating a health insurance company. Where you can, where he accepts trash as a form of payment. This comes from trueactivist.com. A doctor in Indonesia recently came up with the idea that can help to provide health care to the needy and put a dent in garbage pollution as well. Dr. Gamal Albansed recognized that many people in his country had severe health problems with no insurance and no money to pay for medicine or medical care. He also noticed that many rural villages nearby were filled with garbage. 
Figuring out how to solve both problems, Gamal eventually decided that he would provide free health care to people who turned in their garbage. You have people who can't go to the hospital because they don't have money. So I started thinking, if you don't have money, what do you have? Gamal said, there's garbage everywhere on the ground. So we decided to use garbage as a financial resource. He then continued on. He then created a company called Garbage Clinical Insurance, which collects the trash that is given to him by his patients and then sells it to recycling companies. The money earned from the recycled garbage is then used to pay for medicine and health care for the people who turned in the trash. So far, this program has helped thousands of people get access to health care that they would not have had otherwise. In 2013, Gamal won... And, and this is uh, international currency, so God knows what this actually was. But 50,000 pounds, I think? At a Prince of Wales Young Subgen- Sustainability Entrepreneur Awards. They think they don't pay anything for the insurance. They just give garbage. So it persuades the community, and we're encouraging more poor people to pay with their own resources. Some people want to use this idea for education so people can modify the system to solve different problems, Kamal said. Well, here's the deal. (laughs) Here's how this works. This is not happening in the United States. The reason this is not happening in the United States is because this would not be allowed to happen in the United States. No way, no how. No way that this takes place in the United States. Not at all. I think it's a great idea. I think it is a fantastic idea. I think if more people would do this, we would have a different kind of way to live in life. This also proves... <laughs> this also proves another point, And that is that the medical industry is raking everyone over the mother in coals. That's what this proves. This proves the fact that the pharmaceutical industry, that everything is over frickin' priced. Because if a guy in Indonesia, who is probably got, I would say, maybe the same sort of health care that we have access to in the United States, if he is doing this on getting trash and reselling it to a recycle place... And they're paying him money, and then he's putting that towards the expenses. Yeah, shit's overpriced. <laughs> That's just the way things are. So, um, good on this guy. Good on this guy. We're going to take a time out. And uh, before we do that, let's tell you uh, one more time about our great, great marketing partner that brought you this segment of our big broadcast. A uh, fantastic, fantastic Twitch TV channel. It is a great, great Twitch TV channel. You need to check it out today. They're one of our great new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Hey you, are you a gamer? I'm Joe5029. That's Joe5029. And I'm here to tell you about my Twitch stream on twitch.tv slash joe5029. If 
you want to watch a friendly, interactive, diverse stream, then look no further. From Pokemon Omega Ruby to Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, and even including your old favorites. There is always a game to watch and people to talk to. I care about bonding with my viewers. So there's a great reward system, including raffles and giveaways, as well as a VIP system for people who want to support the stream. This offers exclusive monthly prizes. If you want to know more, simply search for Joe5029 on Twitch and Twitter. So please come and join the 2,600 followers who enjoy my stream from Monday to Sunday. So what are you waiting for? Join the fun today. That's twitch.tv slash Joe5029. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we've got a great guest on the line back here in a few moments. Remember how 
This is Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street. This is your watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. I'm going to file this one under epic failures in government or epic failures in leadership. Baltimore mayor decided to allow the protesters this past weekend to break things, give them their space, let them get it out of their system. What is this, like a bunch of kids that have had too much sugar? Um, we're supposed to be adults here, um, destroying personal property is something that the police are supposed to protect. They're supposed to, uh, these things are not supposed to happen, but they allowed it to. Again, as a taxpayer, especially in the state of Maryland, it's got high state taxes. You're paying high property taxes. Your business is being destroyed. Your livelihood is being destroyed by protesters and the police are told to stay away. I'd be a bit ticked off at something like that. Could be me, call me crazy. Watchdog on wallstreet.com. Watchdog on wallstreet.com. The Jiggy Jaguar radio program every afternoon on the network, coast to coast and border to border. Keep up with Jiggy online at JiggyJaguar.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast. It is the fantastic, fantastic, almost, almost the end of April, thank God. I have never had such a horrible, horrible April in my life. I, I don't know why, but it has been horrible. <laughs> 20 minutes after the top of the hour before we get to our next guest in our in our uh, rotation here on our big program. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new Indiegogo campaign. A role to die for. This comes from Los Angeles, California. They have about 19 days left in their crowdfunding search here 
Comedy, thriller, it's set against the backdrop of showbiz. What would you do for a role of the lifetime? First, we want to thank everybody for taking the time to do uh, donate to these folks. Being a part of and being in your film. You're helping make this film. It is a fantastic piece of business. Um, there is a lot of Hollywood heavyweights involved in this, and you can get more information at Indiegogo.com. Search for a role to die for. It is an amazing piece of business. A role to die for stars Jonathan Banks from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. John C. McGinley from Dr. Cox from Scrubs. Red Barber from 42. And Conrad Good. Don't say a word. Con Air and Paul Blart too. You can be part of something big. This is your ticket to Hollywood. Check it out today at Indiegogo.com. Search a role to die for. And also, we want to thank Angie Quindam as the publicist on this one. She helped us connect with these folks, and she's doing a heck of a job. Check out a role to die for on Indiegogo.com. And we'll spell it for you. I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search A Role to Die For and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's get into it with our uh, next guest here on our program. We've got a fantastic, fantastic guest joining us on the telephone. And um, Dr. Linda Palmer is with us. She's an award-winning author. She's got a great book. It's called Baby Poop, What Is Your Pediatrician? And what they might not tell you about colic, reflux, constipation, green stools, food allergies, and your child's immune health. And on, on the program today, Dr. Linda Palmer. Dr. Palmer, first of all, welcome to the broadcast. Um, tell us about the writing process for this book and why you decided to write this great book. James, thank you so much for having me. Yes. Um, after my first book, I was doing a lot of consulting with parents and nutrition and, you know, continued reading and research. And I figured out that uh, the most questions that came to me were about babies' poop and diarrhea and digestion and nutrition. And um, it, it seemed like parents were more uh, confused and concerned about what was coming out of baby because everywhere there is information on what goes into baby. Um, but we get all kinds of clues from what comes out of baby. And uh, babies, you, they can't tell us where it hurts. They can't tell us, you know, I feel like I have a fever, I, my stomach hurts. And so we just have these clues, these messages in the diaper to go by. And so I decided that uh, it's really time to write a book on that topic specifically. This uh, this this book is uh, a an amazing amazing read. It's a lot uh, of information. Um, can you summarize the book in just a few sentences for us? I it just covers the basic things that parents can do to optimize the health of their baby. So many things that we do in the very first hours and first days and first weeks can impact a child's health and on into adulthood. And um, it's about health dilemmas faced in industrialized nations. In, uh, in developing countries, there's a lot of infectious disease and you know problems with sanitation. But here we have sanitation, and a lot of that is taken care of. But we get autoimmune diseases 
far more than anywhere else in the world. And so baby poop is about how these are being developed and about how we can be preventing them. Now, with 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 this book, um, what what's the overall theme of the book? The overall theme is uh, really paying attention to what's coming out of your baby, and then it's answers. You know, if you're seeing if you're seeing green poop, or if you're seeing mucus, or you're seeing this, then what are the possibilities? What are the answers? But the bigger message is is how important it is to pay attention to these things. And I give all kinds of ideas about healing baby's gut when uh, things don't go as well as desired. And, uh, and it's going to improve baby's lifelong health. There's asthma and autism. And uh, our, later on, we get arthritis and obesity and diabetes. And even later, there's heart disease and cancer. And all of these things can be traced in studies traced back to the very earliest practices, how babies are fed and cared for. Um, and what goes on in the diaper is a big clue to all of this. We've got a great doctor with us today. Dr. Linda Palmer joins us here on a broadcast, and she's got a fantastic, fantastic book. Why do you think that this book will appeal to readers? I think that people have a lot, a lot of questions about poop, and actually probably about their own poop as much as their babies, but uh, especially in babies. I brought my baby home. I read all the pregnancy books and a couple of the baby books, and the first thing coming on my baby was this black, dark green, sticky, yucky mess. I was like, what? What is this? I had never seen anything like that before in my life, and the books didn't even talk about it. It's called meconium, and that's baby's first poop and it's all this stuff that they built up in utero and this is the first stuff that comes out and people uh, need to be aware of that and then what comes out next and you know my baby is pooping six times a day is that normal I don't poop six times a day and another baby hasn't pooped for six days is that normal is the baby sick what could be causing that what do I do about it um the answers are so different in babies, especially in the first six months, because we can't be giving them foods and herbs and different other kinds of things or medications. And so we have to really look at more basic uh, solutions. Uh, colic and reflux are enormous. Um, and they're industrialized diseases. They're not so common in uh, developing parts of the world. Uh, Colic is in, found in 25% or maybe a third of babies or more. And today, reflux is the new colic because there are these uh, expensive reflux medications, they call proton pump inhibitors, that have come out. And now suddenly, instead of your baby being diagnosed with colic, which means they cry a lot and fuss a lot, then they're diagnosed with reflux. But uh, it's interesting that the, the studies on the reflux drugs uh, report that it reduces the acid in babies, this uh, burping up of acid and spitting up and vomiting in babies. But it, it reduces the acid, but it does not reduce any of the symptoms in the babies that, in, that the parents brought the child to the doctor for, the chronic crying and un unhappiness, diarrhea. It turns out that uh, food allergies and uh, intolerances are a 
huge cause of colic and reflux in babies. And it doesn't seem natural. It doesn't seem like it should be that way. Why would babies be allergic to or reacting to things in mother's diet, passed through her milk, or reacting to cow milk proteins in their formula, or soy or corn proteins? Uh, but it turns out that we do all kinds of things here in the industrialized world to mess up babies' flora, mess up babies' intestinal tolerance, and uh, food proteins blow through the intestines, and uh, sensitivities develop. We've got a... So, uh, well, yes. Yeah. We, we, we've, we've got a, a great guest with us today. Uh, Dr. Palmer joins us. Baby poop, what your pediatrician may not tell you. And it is a uh, fantastic read. You can get more information at babyreference.com. That's babyreference.com. We're going to take a uh, quick time out here. And when we come back, we'll keep chatting about this incredible topic. It's a, it's a great book. Dr. Linda Palmer is going to join us after the break. We've got more coming up here in our program. tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners right now. I'm raising funds to provide child ID and DNA kits at no cost to daycare centers, preschools, public and private schools. When most people first learn that the FBI receives over 2,100 reports of missing children each and every day, they think, that can't be right. There must be a mistake with those statistics. Unfortunately, that's not an error or a typo. In fact, Close to 360,000 children are abducted every single year. These child safety kits arm parents with the ability to educate the children in an informed, non-peer-based manner. Additionally, these kits help parents to compile all the critical information that law enforcement would need in the event of an emergency. Each kit includes forms to document each child's medical and personal information, dental chart for primary and secondary teeth, 10-finger child fingerprint chart. That's right. Instructions for obtaining a DNA hair sample, two safe shoes, child ID labels, two pages of comprehensive safety tips, and a chart to denote any unique physical features. Check it out today at funly.com slash child dash ID dash and dash DNA dash kits. That's F-U-N-D-L-Y dot C-O-M slash C-H-I-L-D dash ID dash A-N-D dash. DNA dash K I T S and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners right now. It's a fantastic Kickstarter program. Kickstarter.com. Search Tower Unite. Tower Unite is an all in one community based social game with online multiplayer games, entertainment, and activities. Every aspect of Tower Unite allows for online multiplayer interaction is a constantly evolving online game universe driven by the community. Play games online with your friends or make new friends from across the globe. There are zero microtransactions and no subscriptions or season passes. Check out kickstarter.com, search Tower Unite, and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Jiggy Jaguar. Neil Bortz with us today. He's got- If they put Fox News on, liberals will complain. Uh-huh. If they put 
CNN on, conservatives are going to complain. Jiggy Jaguar. We've got Tom Donahue with us today. I started to organize, uh, no, not like Obama. Jiggy Jaguar. Publisher of Talkers Magazine, Michael Harrison. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and, and it's very informative, and uh, it, it does a lot of things. One, it, it's www.jiggyjaguar.com. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com Oh yeah, saving money doesn't have to be about stress and sacrifice. It's about the money, honey. Is a workbook designed to show you how to change your spending habits and save while still doing the same things you love to do. Right now it's about the money, honey. Is looking for money. Though this crowdfunding campaign, you can help get the workbook into the hands of as many people as possible. It's a real win-win because these are some great rewards for contributors. So join the Money Honey crowd at moneyhoney.pubslush.com and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Is it time to replace that fuel cap? Hi, this is ASC Automotive Professional Pam Oaks, and it's time to take a 60-second break and make you a savvy car consumer. There are different rubber composite O-rings that line your gas cap. When exposed to the elements and various chemicals, well, it just rots. Next time you get fuel, take a real good look at that rubber seal around the gas cap or diesel cap. How does it look? Does it have fine line cracks on its surface? Does it look particularly squashed? If you answer yes, now's the time to replace. Add a vehicle in the shop with a check engine light blazing on the instrument panel. The code retrieved was for a gross vacuum leak. First place I checked, you guessed it, the gas cap. The cap was ill-fitting and the seal was rotting. I installed a manufacturer perfect fit gas cap. Car fixed. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carecareforthecluelist.com, making you a savvy car consumer. Get more great content like this at JiggyJaguar.com. Back here on our big program, coast to coast and border to border on the Starcom Radio Network. 20-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world are good friends on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. And, of course, our podcast is available at JiggyJaguar.info. Dr. Linda Palmer with us today. She joins us live. She has baby poop, what your pediatrician may not tell you. And uh, she's with us today here on the broad on the big broadcast babyreference.com is the website you need to go check that out as well now um doctor um what why do you what why do you think that uh, readers will be into this book what 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 what's the message you want readers to take away from the writing i i want some readers to learn that uh 
pesticides and plasticizers and antibiotics and all kind of things that we're using today are uh, changing the flora in our babies and changing their intestinal health and um, interfering with their lifelong health. You know, my book says uh, what your pediatrician may not tell you. We need to let the pediatricians be heroes. Uh, they're there when you need surgery for a bowel obstruction, but you call your, your pediatrician and say, you know, my baby's poop is a little bit green, and the truth is they don't have <laughs> time or care about that. But uh, And these things can be ignored, and baby can be okay. The baby can be unhappy and crying a lot. You know, or we can pay more detailed attention to the symptoms that baby shows and uh, have a happier baby and a healthier baby and give them lifelong health. Um, in some specifics, like the color of baby's poop, it could be green or red or black or yellow or purple or silver, believe it or not. And, uh, you know, what do you do if you see white poop? Uh, white poop is actually what color poop really is. And if there's a bile obstruction, that's how it's going to look. It's bile that gives the color to poop. And when poop goes through baby too quickly, it's going to come out with fresh green bile. So you see green, it means maybe that poop has run through baby too quickly. Uh, that could be from a food reaction. It could be from a virus. Sometimes it's just something as simple as teething or a little uh, foremilk high milk imbalance in, in breastfeeding mother's milk. Uh, <laughs> grape pediolite can cause green poop. All kinds of other things, and I, I cover that very extensively. Of course, red and black both mean blood. Black is digested blood from higher up in the intestine. And I talk about other things that could cause red or black poop, and if it's not one of those other things, then it's blood. And if there's very much, then we need to worry about it. And I give some really good specifics about, you know, when is it time to call the doctor? And, of course, any time you're feeling concerned, uh, it doesn't hurt to get another, to get some diagnostic opinion. Uh, little white threads, worms. Little black threads, the baby's been eating bananas. <laughs> um, purple poop, there all, are uh, all kinds of things that cause that. Um, a newborn's uh, young baby's poop should be a nice mustardy, yellow, seedy, uh, watery poop when they're breastfed, and that's something that concerns parents often when they're not told that ahead of time. You know, why is my baby's poop yellow and runny? Yeah. Um, a formula-fed baby is going to have a little bit thicker and more tan-colored, maybe brown stool, and that's what's going to be normal for them. Now uh this 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 this, yeah. this this book is fantastic. Um what's next for you as an author and how can fans reach out to you? How can fans reach out to me? What was the first question? I said what's next for you as an author and how can what's fans reach out to you? Author? Yeah, my first book uh Baby Matters then evolved into the Baby Bond and uh they talk about attachment parenting and uh, a lot of basics about infant health and how we're, uh, again, in the industrialized nation, you know, messing things up. Um, in, the, in the planning of baby poop, I actually uh, had in the back of my mind uh, cancer. I'm 
my title, Don't Steal It, Eating Away at Cancer. Um, it's all kind of the same thing, only growing up. You know, how uh, our diet and um, in environmental effects uh, affect our nutrition, affect our health, and uh, lifelong uh, diseases. So that's sort of my next direction, but I have a long time before that because uh, right now I still do consults with parents and I'm going to be publishing a lot of articles uh, in relation to baby poop. I appreciate you being with us today. Thanks for uh, coming on the program, my friend. Thanks for being on, Dr. Palmer. Thank you so much for having me I appreciate it. Definitely. You too. We'll talk soon. Thank you, doctor. We've got more coming up here on the big program. Sonia Madison on the way. to build. Ordinary men and women are too small-minded to govern their own affairs. That order and progress can only come when individuals surrender their rights to an all-powerful sovereign.
Hi, this is AC Automotive Professional Pam Oaks, and it's time to take a 60-second break and make you a savvy car consumer. Today, let's reach into our car care for the clueless mailbag and answer a listener's question. Dear Pam, my water pump went out of my car. My mechanic said I need a water pump, thermostat, and coolant flush. I told a friend about the repair, and he said that when you remove the water pump, you lose all the antifreeze. It's a surprise. I mean, <laughs> coolant flush? Dear listener, first of all, you don't lose all the antifreeze when replacing a water pump and thermostat. Second, it's all about your past maintenance. The average lifespan of antifreeze, five years or 150,000 miles, depending upon the mate. You need to check your records and see if you've had a coolant flush in the past before questioning the repair you just received. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer. This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. We're going to uh, touch base with Sonia Madison next week on our broadcast, 46 minutes after the hour, coast to coast to border to border on that doggone radio network. Thank God at the end of this month, I won't have to say that crap anymore. But, uh, <laughs> hell of a deal today on this program. Um, I just, I don't know what to say sometimes. I just don't know what to say sometimes when I deal with things on this broadcast. But fairly recently, I've, I've started, I don't know, I, I, we're just gonna say that I found a video on the internet. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're going to say. But I think it's like four transsexuals um, speaking to Facebook or something. So, let's see. What <laughs> Sasha, Sasha Banks! I didn't even say that! Bitch, the fuck? I didn't even say that! Sasha, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Mister, there's no do it again, bitch. Are we doing video? Where's Jay? Jay! Move, Josie! I can't beat by this bitch, bitch. It's just, it's just, it's just guys dressed up like women. I just don't understand this. I don't get this. I don't know. We didn't blow off Sonya Madison for some trainees. That didn't happen. But apparently. There is a <laughs> there is a guy who is getting 37 years in prison. Yes, 37 years in prison for updating the Facebook. What? <laughs> what? What is this? What is this? Well, apparently, there is a guy going to jail for 37 years of solitary confinement for updating the Facebook. Nearly 400 prison inmates in South Carolina have been sent to solitary confinement 
for nothing other than using Facebook or the social media websites. Using any social media while in prisons is a violation of the State Department of Corrections policies. But instead of regarding this as a minor infraction, that is, the Department of Corrections puts this violation on equal ground with murder or rape of a fellow inmate, according to the Electronic Frontier Foundation investigation. They're a digital rights group which uh, found out about this twisted policy through a number of public information requests. They found that prison officials filed over 400 disciplinary actions against prisoners who accessed social media via a cell phone, contraband that are often smuggled in. Using social media behind bars but does not mean logging into Facebook to threaten someone or pursue other criminal activity. On the contrary, nearly all the time prisoners use social media, it is to contact friends and family for correspondence. Even passing information to family members to have them update their social media accounts is prohibited by the South Carolina Department of Corrections. They have defined a quote-unquote creating and or assisting with a social networking site as a level one offense. Punishable by solitary confinement. If a South Carolina inmate caused a riot and took three hostages, he murdered them, stole their clothes, and then escaped, he would still wind up with fewer level one offenses than an inmate who updated Facebook every day for two weeks. This comes from the EFF. What? (laughs) I sit here on a daily basis... My head just explodes. The EFF found three examples of such punishments for using social media, which any sane individual could agree is cruel and unusual, as well as excessive punishment. Listen to this. In October 2013, Taim Henry received 13,680 days. That is 37.5 years. in disciplinary detention and lost 74 years worth of telephone, visitation, and canteen privileges, and 69 days of good time. All for 38 posts on Facebook. In June 2014, Walter Brown received 34.5 years in disciplinary detention and lost 69 years in telephone visitation and canteen privileges and 2.4 years of good time, all for 35 posts on Facebook. And in May of 2014, Jonathan McLean received 24.6 years in disciplinary detention and lost 18,000 days, which is 49 years in telephone visitation and canteen privileges and 30 days of good time, all for a whopping total of 25 posts on the Facebook. Think Progress reports that across the United States, 80,000 inmates are held in solitary confinement, including juveniles and prisoners with mental illness, even though such isolation has been associated with severe psychological effects, including hallucinations, extreme paranoia, as well as post-traumatic stress disorder. Imagine facing this for 37 years for nothing more than updating your Facebook account. This country's fucked up. <laughs> I sit back 
every day on this show, and my hair egg nights. My hair egg nights. You gotta be out of your freaking mind. Really? We are gonna post this link on the social media. I can not believe this. You gotta be out of your fucking mind. I just don't know. I just don't know where the hell we are <laughs> anymore in this country. I, I, I just don't have a clue as to where the hell we are. 54 minutes after the hour. We are going to put this story up on our website at JiggyJaguar.com. If you came in late, missed anything, you want to read the whole story for yourself, and, and, and you want your hair to catch on fire, whatever. <laughs> Over. Well, I got another story for you. Which is equally as insane, but it's the United States and it's the state of Oregon, so who knows? Oregon. Think about this. The state of Oregon. Yes, indeed. The state of Oregon has seized three children from a mother. Now you might be saying to yourself, oh well, I bet that I bet that mom beat her kids. I bet she was a bad mommy. That sounds actually kinda hot. She was a bad mommy. But all horniness and kidding aside no, they took her daughter because she was too short. Oh, get the f out of here. This comes from truthinaction.org and yet another insane case of outright kidnapping by the Child Protective Services. Angela Borths from Oregon has had her children seized because her six-year-old daughter is too short. Never mind the fact that the mother is short, standing under five feet tall. This, well, you know, they, they should have took the child from her mother when she was growing up. The state of Oregon has decided that Borth is subjecting her children to medical neglect because of their height and because the mother missed an appointment from her son after a two-month lapse in their Obamacare insurance, according to Borth. Yes! Yes, indeed. They all said, let's get health care for the poor. Let's do this. Let's do that. Borth's pediatrician calls the daughter's stature a fail to thrive. <laughs> Where am I living? Even though <laughs> an endocrinologist has described the little girl as well-proportioned. 
that her bone structure is just right for her size. Borth describes her daughter as being creative, funny, very intelligent, and in good health. But that hasn't stopped the CPS from kidnapping these children based on the primary report of one pediatrician. I thought we were supposed to get an extra opinion. A third opinion, if you will, as Dusty Rhodes would say. I shouldn't have to defend my family for being short. I just, this sounds like something from the goddamn onion, is what this sounds like. Really? I just... Really? Really? I, 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 I just... I don't know... Where... The hell... Am I living? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Now, maybe <laughs> maybe that I just I don't get it. I don't know where the hell I'm living. I thought this was the United States. But apparently it is not. Huh. 58 minutes after the hour, we're going to take a time out. Donald Mazzella, Dan Perkins on the way. It's top of the hour time. We're back here to view on the world famous Jakey Jaguar Radio Program.
changing lanes. Possibly could get to know you, but that won't be the same. You're dangerous, I got this crush, and I'll just maintain. That's a I'll be crushing You got the moves, the way that you walk That's making me feel some way Wouldn't be the same just to know your name I just wanna see your 